0: Hello, welcome, Pastor Deborah. Here, yeah, I'm in another wonderful teaching for you, little ones, here on the YouTube channel of Agape Love. Love is Here's Ministries entitled For Children of All Ages. That's right, this is a word of encouragement for you, little ones. We all need words of encouragement. Life is not very pleasant to us, even when we're little, or even in the womb, or an infant, or a child, or a teen, or a toddler, or even a young adult. As we all know, life is not pleasant. Sometimes for some people it's better than others, but most of the time it's not. And these words of encouragement videos are to help you each and every day, to understand things, help you get through things, and so you won't feel alone. So welcome to this children's word of encouragement, number 13. As you know, I'm using a motion video by Pixabare. It's a wonderful one. There you are. See? That sort of represents all of you. Yeah. And we record in Zoom Pro with no green screen. That's right. I love using the motion videos. It is difficult enough each time to record, to get all set up. I have to get dressed up, put jewelry on, put lipstick on, get the audio right, get the camera set up. And it has to be quiet. Yeah. Today... This morning, it's kind of quiet in the neighborhood. No large trucks. Husband's at home, but I don't know what he's doing. He's resting, I hope. And I have no green screen. So I may be fuzzy to you. The words when I put them up may be a little fuzzy. And if you can't read them or I look weird to you, just close your eyes and listen to my voice. And you will learn. I don't use a green screen anymore because they're too big. They don't fit in the space that I have. Very cumbersome, time-consuming. I made one of my own. Very cumbersome. I put one on a chair. Not big enough. I bought a big professional one. And you would have to have it just inches behind you. Well, I have to get up and down. Then I have to store it. So it's so much easier for me. I'm trying to record one or two videos a day. Then you don't realize I have to edit them, review them, export them into video and audio, then upload them to YouTube. So one video takes many hours to completion. I have a lot to do. A lot of series, a lot of books, a lot of teachings to get to. Yeah, I'm working hard, and I hope you're listening and learning. So let's begin with this one, number 13. The title of it is, What is the Fear, F-E-A-R, of the Lord? We just did one on what the word Lord means. You go back and review it. But if not, you watch it for the first time here on the children's channel for children of all ages. All right. Now we're going to start first with prayer. It's always good to have the author and the person we're trying to understand. Help us. Can't do it without him. So let's pray and welcome to all of you here in the Garden of Eden. On earth and in whatever planet and galaxy you're on. Everybody's welcome. All living creatures. Now your planet may not have clouds like this. You may not look like this person. But he represents us. Our forever person. Our spirit. And the clouds represent just powerful things that we might stand or lay and look at. You might do the same thing in your planet. You might just look at whatever you see that's off planet and wonder. Mm -hmm. So let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this teaching time that you have provided us with Pastor Deborah. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is here and he has drawn us to the garden to learn and grow about you and us. And others. Father, thank you for teaching us, helping us to understand things we don't understand, helping us to transform our souls into a proper helpmate of our spirit. Thank you for loving our forever person, to teaching it, bringing it out of its darkness and ignorance to you and your kingdom and to even ourselves. And to our spiritual enemies. Father be with us. In this teaching. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. So we're going to start. The title is. What is the fear? F-E-A-R of the Lord. We're going to work out of a wonderful scripture. Called Proverbs. Proverbs was written by King Solomon. In the Old testament of the holy bible the holy bible the actual word bible means book which was compiled over thousands and thousands of years by different writers who were inspired i've been inspired by god to write it's as if he was using us himself to write down things for us And it's the Old Testament. The reason I use a particular version or translation, it's called the authorized King James Bible, is because there's no commentaries, no denominational comments, no personal comments from any instructor, teacher. I have to rely on the Holy Spirit to teach me. And the story behind the King James Bible was that King James of Scotland and England was raised by a Protestant. And he was raised to trust in and know about the Holy Spirit as spiritual teacher. Now, I can learn the Greek and the Hebrew words from Strong's Concordance. But you may not know the meaning spiritually. There's no spiritual book. That you can go to that will help you understand these words of spirit and life. So we need a teacher spiritually for our spirit. Our spirit lives in a different realm. I call him the forever person. That's him right back there. Mm -hmm. He's in a realm that's unseen to our natural eyes. Is he on our planet that we live on? Yes, because he's in you. He is you. He's that part of you that after your dirt body or whatever kind of body covers you passes away into death, the forever person, the real you, lives on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are trying to figure out if that's true. Some people have out-of-body experiences, and they discover that about themselves. Some people have what you call near-death experience. Their physical body dies, and they start heading up, and they come back. One of the great movies to help you understand that is called Doctor Strange by Marvel with Burt Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. It was about a young doctor whose hands, he was a surgeon, get hurt in a car accident, and they can never be repaired. So he could do surgery again. That was his pride and joy, helping people through surgery. But he found out there was maybe a way of getting healing. So he went to Kathmandu and sought out some shaman or priest, somebody who had some supernatural powers. Mm -hmm. And he discovered a whole new world. And he discovered, yes, this power can heal you. And you can keep the power for yourself. Or you can use it to help other people. And the whole story is how he chose to not use the power and be selfish with it. But use it to help humanity. And it shows the natural world and the spirit world together. Excellent show. And there's other ones that are out there. Then there's some real stories about how the evil spiritual things can get in you. One's called The Exorcist. Yeah. Another one's called um, The Last Rite, R-I-T-E. It's about a Catholic priest and a young Catholic priest casting out of devils in Rome. Then there's another one. About Emily Rose, can never remember the name of it. And she gets what you would call invaded by demonic spirits. And they go to court. And this priest tells her story. Excellent. There's true stories out there. Mm-hmm. The spirit realm is real. Mm-hmm. We just don't know much about it. So let's get started here in understanding. What is the fear of the Lord? Proverbs 1.7. Proverbs was written by King Solomon. King Solomon was the son of King David. The second ancient king of Israel. The first king was King Saul. He got the anointed He disobeyed two or three times. And God struck him down. Allowed him to lose his strength. Wisdom, even God, it tells us in the Bible, an evil spirit that would attack King David. Because King David was picked and anointed as a child, young teen out in the sheep fields of his father to be the next king. But it didn't happen right away. You'll be anointed, picked, chosen, but you must grow and learn. He actually sat under King Saul for maybe 30 years, learning it taking instructions, Mm -hmm. fighting. Then he, King David, had an affair, eventually got married to a lady named Bathsheba, who had been previously married to a young man named Uriah, who David had killed. And that's another old story. But King Solomon, Solomon was the baby between King David and Bathsheba. And he was asked for and was granted wisdom. And he wrote Proverbs to help us. Excellent book to study. So Proverbs 1-7, written by King Solomon, the third king of ancient Israel. He writes, the fear of the Lord is the spiritual beginning of spiritual knowledge. Of truth, freedom, deliverance, salvation, and healing. Wow. Just having the fear of the Lord. Well, what does the word fear mean? I looked it up in the Strong's Concordance. It means reverence. Having all for, To be afraid of. Have reverence for when you see this young man or person looking out at the clouds. What do you think he's thinking? How majestic they are? What kind of powers in them? What gives them authority to do what they do? How do they stay up in the sky? What are they made of? They seem to circle the whole earth. They're bigger than me. Who am I compared to the clouds? What's that light shining on them? What causes them to form storms? This young person just looks at these billowing clouds. Is he in fear of them? Sure. It means he's in awe about them. He recognizes they're bigger than him, they got some kind of power and authority. To do what they're doing. He doesn't understand it. He knows they're above his head. And they could destroy him. Or help him. They could protect him from the horrible. Sun rays. Mm-hmm. They bring down rain. And lightning. So he's in awe of. He is afraid of the clouds. In a way. That He recognizes they're big and he is small they got power that he doesn't know anything about doesn't know where they're going really doesn't know their purposes he has a reverent fear respect he honors the clouds there's a lot of ancient stories about praying to the gods of the sun the moon the stars The rain, the clouds, the thunder. Mm -hmm. Ancient civilizations respected the weather, the lightning, the wind, the rain. They respected it. They knew it was powerful. They knew it had some kind of authority. It was big. It was bigger than them. It could affect their lives, good or bad. So the fear of the Lord is recognizing there is somebody called the Lord who's bigger than you, has a lot of authority and power and dominion, is above you. You don't know much about him, but you know he can affect your life. And you might give him respect and honor and glory. You might even want to get on your knees and say, I love you. Thank you. I believe in you. It's a reverent respect. It's a fear. It's a feeling. It's a recognition that something is bigger and more powerful than you and may have authority over you. Our ancient ancestors realized the sky, the sun, the stars, the rain, the thunder had authority. And it could make our lives blessed or cursed. So when you have the fear of the Lord, you recognize all those things. That's why I'm using this video. This young person is just standing and looking, thinking and wondering about the power, the grace, the majesty, the beauty, the power that these clouds have. And it's wondering. That's sort of what the fear of the Lord is. Recognizing that there is a power bigger than you, and it can bless you or curse you, that you need to be in respect of it, honor it, give it thanks, watch over it. And he is saying that when you have that towards the Lord, and who's the Lord? He's the owner and the master of everything, the creator. The Lord is the God of the King James Bible. Who King David and King Solomon talked to, was anointed by, represented. Mm -hmm. We come to learn him later as his son, Christ Jesus, who said his father. So do you have respect, honor, a little bit of fear? Because this Lord is a big dude. Mm -hmm. Got some power. You know nothing about. It's sort of like when you're a small child and mama tells you don't do something. Do you not do it because you love her? Yes. But you also know she's wise. And she understands maybe you could get hurt and she's trying to protect you. So you obey her out of love, respect, fear, sort of. Mm -hmm. But you can also produce fear in people in a bad way by beating them, abusing them, threatening them. There's no love in that. And you will bow your knees so you won't get beaten or surrender. That's not this kind of Lord. He wants you to recognize who he is. Understand him. Be in awe of him respect him and recognize he loves you and he wants to help you and he's asking you have a reverent awe respect honor towards him in your thoughts and your deeds and he says when you do that that is the beginning of your spiritual knowledge of truth of freedom of deliverance of salvation of healing but King Solomon goes on and says, spiritual fools, F-O-O-L-S, despise and reject the Lord's spiritual wisdom and instruction. Yes, you can be a spiritual fool. You can maybe know that he is there, Lord, powerful, but you have no fear of him. You have no respect for him. You reject everything he says. I, he's not going to control my life. He's not going to tell me who to vote for or what to think or do. King Solomon calls you a spiritual fool. And you despise and reject the Lord of King Solomon and King David's spiritual wisdom. And his instructions. If he tells you to love your neighbor. And you vote to kill a baby in the womb. Who is your neighbor? You are despising. The instructions of the Lord. You are rejecting wise counsel. Of agape love. You are breaking the royal law. Of agape love and love your neighbor. You're a spiritual fool. King Solomon says. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. So I'm to bring to you. You can respect and have fear and awe, reverence for the Lord and his instructions, his wisdom, his knowledge, that will bring freedom to you. Freedom from what? Maybe lies, disinformation, misconceptions, unbeliefs. Culture, tradition, serving other gods, serving yourself. Desires of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Maybe you have a love of money, power, and you can get delivered from all of that. Maybe you need healing in your spirit, your soul, or physical body. He says, when you have this fear and respect of the Lord. Those things follow you. But if you don't, you despise and reject him. And you have no respect and honor. And you're not in awe of this Lord, of King David and King Solomon. You said you're a spiritual fool. Mm-hmm. Because you do not have respect for. You do not follow you reject and you even despise his wisdom and instructions. You got an attitude. Mm -hmm. So these are your words of encouragement to ask you yourself. Do you have the fear of the Lord like King David and King Solomon did? Or are you a spiritual fool? And do you despise and reject God of the Holy Bible? You reject his wisdom, his counsel, his instructions, and you go your own way. Words of encouragement are to help you look at yourself, to understand there is something bigger than you, and to learn about it, and to learn what this wise King Solomon said about you. In which category you might fit in. That you might get salvation. Truth. Freedom. Deliverance and healing. Or one that receives curses. Because you are a spiritual fool. You despise. You hate. You want nothing to do with this God in your life. And you reject him. And you reject his wisdom and his people and his word and his instructions. I can't answer that question for you. I had to learn for myself about me. I had to learn about my spirit to know, did it have the fear of the Lord in it? Or did it reject and despise God? I had to learn what the condition of my soul was. What formed it and shaped it? And did it reject and despise God and his instructions? Was I a spiritual fool in my soul? Did my deeds and actions and words show that? What would you learn about me? I had to do a deep self-discovery of myself, Pastor Deborah. And I wanted to. I didn't want anything in me that was not of this God who had touched me during the Brownsville Revival of 1995 through 2000. Mm -hmm. I got it up on a playlist on the YouTube channel called The Hidden Kingdoms. You go look at them. I lived in the presence and the power of God for years, and I didn't want anything that was not of him. And he started cleaning me up in my spirit and in my soul. Mm -hmm. Changed my life. So I can't answer these questions. Are you in the fear of the Lord yourself? You respect him. Are you blessed with healing, deliverance, salvation, truth, and freedom? Are you a spiritual fool who's cursed because you despise and reject the wisdom and the instructions of the Lord? Now, I want to leave it right there with you with that question. Do you fear the Lord of the Holy Bible, of King David and King Solomon? Or or are you a spiritual fool and you despise and reject his wisdom and instruction? Ask yourself, even a little one can do that. And he will help you answer the question. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. For this introspection, looking at ourselves by looking at words from King Solomon, Proverbs 1, 7. Father, thank you for helping us to look inside ourselves, evaluate ourselves in our relationship, our thinking and understanding of you. Father, thank you for teaching us just one little word about the fear of the Lord. You. And how we might be a wonderful person, but be considered a spiritual fool in your eyes. Father, help us to know the truth about ourselves. Give us a Hebrews 4.12. Out of our lust of our eyes, lust of our flesh, and the pride of life. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in our lives. So we may know the truth. Help us through your Holy Spirit. To do this self-evaluation so we can be encouraged by what we learn and make the right choices to go in the path of blessings that you have for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, if there's anybody here that does not have a relationship yet with him as a father, you're welcome in the family and it's done. If you want to be free, mm -hmm, through a Hebrews 4.12, it's done. If you want to be able to have your conscience unseared, tender again, it's done. If you need healing in your spirit or soul from abuse in your life, it's done. May not be the kind of healing you're thinking of, but it's done. If you will also tell the Lord... If you have despised him and rejected him, you're so sorry you did not know. And you don't want to be a spiritual fool anymore. You want to live in the fear of the Lord and receive your blessings. Of salvation and deliverance, healing and truth. You want to follow his wisdom and instructions. And please forgive you. For not knowing that you were a spiritual fool. And all of those requests and petitions will be done for you and for him. So you be encouraged. No matter what shape you're in, what you have done, haven't done, need to do. There is hope for you. Even in the womb. Even in a little infant. As you sleep, you can hear me. Even you out in the far galaxies. Nobody is unreachable. Not one living creature. One living thing. By this love. Of this Lord. Of agape love. Alright, I'll see you on the next video. Bye. The next word of encouragement's coming next week. See you then. Bye.